Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Bloomberg Behind the Scenes is brought to you by Interactive Brokers. Use an integrated investment account from Interactive Brokers to earn, borrow, spend, and invest globally from one account. Learn more at IBKR.com. And from the Interactive Brokers Market Lounge, I'm Taylor Riggs. Joining me today is United Airlines CEO, Oscar Munoz. Great to have you, Oscar. Morning, Taylor. This podcast is all about behind the scenes. You're running a major company. Talk to me a little bit about your career. How did you work your way up to this point? <laughs> well, I don't think we have that much time, but uh, you know, it's uh, uh, somewhat of an untraditional uh, approach or, or journey that some of us have. Uh, this first generation uh, aspect of my, uh, my upbringing, uh, first to go to college, uh, but importantly along those routes, uh, so many wonderful people that have stopped and uh, took a moment to care and to direct me uh, and that's helped my development both as a, not a professional but importantly as an individual and a human being and so all of that is just culminated to a point that over time everywhere I've gone everywhere I've, you know, I've worked uh, we've built a great team be a strong collaboration between all of them uh, a joint mission a shared purpose if you will towards a particular end and I've had the good fortune to have a lot of success. And uh, United's the, the latest one, and it's been, it's been outstanding. What has been the biggest challenge of running a big company? So often we talk about corporate politics getting in the way, misunderstandings that come along. How do you brush that off and just focus on running the day-to-day business? So when you're CEO, you are the culture, you are the bureaucracy, you are the politics. So uh, if you do that well, you can uh, avoid some of that. I think the advice I give to folks all the time is really, uh, I call it uh, my swing easy philosophy. Uh, You are who you are, you know your best skills, and just like someone that plays golf or tennis, right? if you just swing easy as you watch the professionals do that, you see that ball go where it's intended, it goes far, it goes exactly what you want. But when you tr- when you swing too hard and and, and just it, it becomes much more difficult. So how do you be your true genuine self? Uh, apply that day in and day out. And if you do your work and you do your work well, the teams around you will support you, and the success will happen from that. So, what is your best skill? For me, uh, gosh, um, I, probably uh, my sense of listening and truly understanding. I learned a long time ago somewhere somehow that. Uh, seeking first to understand before wanting to be understood that always resonated with me because i've been in several corporations several different industries 
I've always kind of been sort of an outsider coming into a world where historically outsiders haven't uh, haven't succeeded. And one of the ways you succeed is you don't you bring a lot of your viewpoints, but you bring your viewpoints in the context of what people are already doing and understanding why they're doing certain things. And when you show the courtesy, the human courtesy of understanding someone, they're more apt to understand you when you decide to say, hey, listen, I know that we've done it this way for these reasons. You know, have you ever thought about trying something like this? So that gentle sort of uh, uh, coaxing and, and, uh, and directing as opposed to coming in with, you know, sort of like, I'm the boss and this is how it is. I, I, just, I just think it's more durable, right? Anybody will change at any time for any given reason. But I think if you allow people some time to sort of uh, uh, weigh in and build the same sort of objective, you achieve it much more easily. What has been the most challenging moment of your career, the biggest moment of lessons learned? Um, gosh, uh, you know, part of what makes us is a string of issues that uh, don't always work well. And like anyone else, I have a whole long string of them. Uh, but fundamentally for me, and I've had a chance to be in a lot of turnaround situations in, in part of my career. Uh, I've learned clearly that uh, in a turnaround situation, there are many, many, many things to fix. Which one you start with is probably one of the most critical decisions you make. Um, and it's not usually the most conventional one that uh, a consultant or analytics would show. Usually you can get that information directly from the people that work the front line in your business. And I think one of the, one of the great, uh, I think, experiences in, uh, that I've had at United is exactly what we did initially is uh, I decided that I needed to go talk to all our employees before we could make a decision uh, about what the first step to do. And uh, our first mission, my first mission with the company is that we needed to regain the trust of our employees. And a lot of people didn't resonate with that, but it did with the folks that it needed to, which was my employee base. We have a lot of them in a lot of different places. Um, and so I think uh, the, that's the difficult part is trying to figure out that whole thing. And, and, and it's just a real quick story because it's a really neat story. As I toured the, the system, trying to get sort of a sense of what people were saying, it took one of our flight attendants um, to, I, I walked up to her and I asked her, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what's, what, what can you tell me? And she broke down crying. And she said, I'm just tired of always having to say I'm sorry. And that's when it really crystallized for me. It's like, ah, there it is. It isn't a tool, it isn't a system, it isn't a, a you know, a, a, some sort of, it, it is just a fundamental, I've got to regain the trust of these employees and make them feel better about themselves and they'll make the customers feel better. And that's been a nice journey for us. So what has that transition been like, working from regaining the employee trust and then slowly moving that over into regaining the customer trust and boosting that customer satisfaction? Well, it's a, you know, it, we talk about this all the time. I mean, once we've, uh, captured most of the, the folks, right? And you're never going to with a, a, a company our size. Uh, but with that fundamental discretionary effort that folks have, are putting out in their day-to-day -day job, because we're a very distributed workforce. There's not a factory floor, if you will, right? I have twosies and threesies all over the time. And, and the interactions with 160 million customers are, you know, at the end of the day, sort of one-on-one -on -one or one-on-two. So how do you capture the hearts and mind of all those folks? Well, you know, th th that's what we did initially with the Trust app factor that led very quickly to an operational reliability which in the world that we do you as a customer can appreciate right it's like no listen you said you'd get me there on time get me there on time mm -hmm. and that only happens with people doing a lot of extra effort to get to that and once we built that reliability we were able to build a strategic platform about how we grow where we grow 
you know, what kind of aircraft we fly, how do we fine tune what we call the carrying concept with all of our employees. So it's just been a foundational sort of building block that's led to a point where we are today, where we're really on a, on a, on a, a big trajectory. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With extensive experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, The Hartford goes beyond the expected to deliver innovative, customizable solutions and service that your industry, that your business demands. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial Advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. You've mentioned your past several times that you said that you were an outsider. You talked about being one of the first in your family to go to college. You're one of nine, I believe, from a very traditional Mexican-American family, cutting your chops at USC, going on to get your MBA. What do you think of the American dream today? Is it dead? (laughs) I sure hope not. You know, um, like a lot of things, uh, we aren't perfect as a nation, and we have our squabbles, as it's clearly obvious today. And I always like to say that in a world that's increasingly divided, we choose a world united. And so uh, allow me that one. Um, I think the American dream is one of the best things. I travel, we travel all over the world and see, every, uh, see all different cultures. And at the end of the day, our process, uh, the opportunities here are not always easy, but it's still one of the best places for doing. What are your thoughts from a personal standpoint from a leader of a big business on the current climate between Mexico and the U.S.? What has been most misunderstood in today's rhetoric? You know, um, issues between governments and countries are not something we try to get involved in too much, just from the standpoint of that there's many issues at play. I think this general concept of uh, building barriers and talking about other cultures and other environments in a way that's derogatory. I just, I don't think it ever is, is fruitful. And uh, we clearly have to stand our ground as Americans, uh, whether it's trade war issues. Uh, clearly, we have to worry about uh, uh, situations in our borders and all that. But, uh, you know, uh, castigating, directing negativity towards a certain class, that's just not something that, you know, in, in, in United, uh, our, our, our shared vision and purpose is to connect people 
and unite the world. And so nowhere in that phrase does it say we, we shut uh, folks off. So I like to bring facts to uh, the situation and, and, and the Mexican uh, sort of environment. Latinos represent, if they're here in the United States, uh, you know, if you add up their GDP, so to speak, they could be the eighth largest country in the world from a purchasing power. That's a big cohort of, of, of customers inside, the, inside, our, inside our borders. And so uh, facts are wonderful. Um, contentious issues and debates across borders and stuff, that's for governments to deal with. We just like to connect everyone. Have your employees thanked you for staying out of the political rhetoric? You think of other big corporations where their CEOs weigh in, and you wonder if that creates pressure from an employee standpoint of, well, if the CEO believes this, I can't speak out. Have they been surprisingly happy that you have chosen to not speak too publicly when it comes to politics? No, one of the latitudes I have is when we create our shared purpose, this concept of connecting people and uniting the world, inherent in that voice of our, of our employees, tells me we do have some leeway to do the right things at the right time. And so it's difficult to be specifically political, and I try not to be in a lot of ways, but we have taken stances on certain things at certain times. The separation of children was a big thing for us. Right. And we took action on that. There were some issues with guns at some point in time that we wanted to and, and had to act. One of our one of our family members was personally affected. So we, we we take stands and make issues in that regard. But with regards to pure politics, it's, it's difficult. Uh, again, democracy works. We want both sides to continue to work with each other, to, to think of constituents as opposed to their political careers. And we can go down that path for a long time. But as a general rule, um, uh, just like any other large entity, our employees have different views on different issues, and you're never going to make everything happy. But fundamentally, the concept of uniting the world is a big one for us, and we try to address it. I want to circle back to you, because we are behind the scenes with Oscar Munoz. He is the United Airlines CEO. We know that your contract uh, for this company is up in September. Without speculating on if you're renewing, where you're going, I just want to broaden it out. If you could work in any industry, any sector outside airlines, what would it be? Oh, geez, outside. Uh, you know what? I love people. I love the concept of the consumer. I could see myself at a university running a university. I could see myself in politics. Uh, you know, there's so many different places where you can give back. One of the things about doing what I do over time is you really learn a lot about human dynamic. You really learn about bridging people's differences and moving forward as a, as a group. So there are paths of, in that regard that I could possibly give back to at some point in time. But in the interim, we're focused on making this the best airline that we can. Okay, so I'll, I'll let you breeze by that, even though you dodged my question. Let's end the conversation by pushing it forward. What could we expect from you in 2020 as it relates to business? What's your biggest initiative that we can hear from you about in 2020? Um, as, a, as we talked about earlier about this platform that we built on regaining trust, operational reliability, some strategic growth uh, that we've been doing, uh, we have been really focusing on you, the customer. What investments can we continue to make and make your life easier? We want to be the airline you just don't have to fly or want to fly. We want you to be the airline that you feel good about flying. So how do we make you feel good? Well, there's a lot of different things that we can do, build, and invest in. Uh, we just took 26,000 of our flight attendants to an event for two days throughout the year uh, to, in essence, sort of guide ourselves to how indeed we do make you feel better and how we care more about you. So you'll see continued investment in that, in that regard while we continue to get you to places you know, reliably and, of course, safely. 
And on time. Thank you. That was United Airlines CEO Oscar Munoz. And this has been Bloomberg Behind the Scenes from the Interactive Brokers Market Lounge. Behind the Scenes was brought to you by Interactive Brokers. Interactive Brokers constantly strives to innovate and create technology to automate your trading experience with their advanced trading tools. Learn how Interactive Brokers helps you lower your cost to maximize your returns at IBKR.com. I'm Taylor Riggs. This is Bloomberg. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.